Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It is 9.09 WTIC News Talk 1080. This is the Will Marotti Show. This is your common sense evangelist, Will Marotti. And uh, filling in for Matt for a little while, the legendary Joey Burgoyne. Uh, 860-522-9842. Um, let's start with some good news. Then we're going to go into some less than great news. Uh, you know, I, I'm a I'm a big supporter of certainly of the small regional airports, in particular Tweed New Haven Airport. But I do love Bradley, and this is a good report for Bradley. Credit rating agency S and P Global Ratings has raised Bradley International's airport from A to A plus with a stable outlook. The airport's uh, rough, on the airport's roughly 78.7 million in outstanding bonds. The credit rating. Upgrade reflects Standard & Poor's assessments of Bradley's importance to the region and anticipated continued success. S&P said it based its decision on the airport's strong market position with overall good baseline of demand, including destination, carrier diversity, and adding solid routes and having proximity to large population centers. Also, the rating agency cited strong management and government with a track record of financial capital plan. I would just say congratulations to Bradley. Uh, I, I fly out of Bradley frequently, in and out of Bradley, and I just, um, I've just i watched it over the years as a, as a lifelong Connecticut resident, and I would just say Bradley has come a long, long way. Congratulations. Hats off to uh, Connecticut's own Bradley International Airport. Hey, it's 9-11. Let's take a moment and pray, shall we? Heavenly Father, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, thank you for today. Beautiful day, Lord. Beautiful day to enjoy your creation. We thank you for that. We thank you for the blessing of life. Thank you for your grace, your mercy, your forgiveness, your patience with us. Help us, God. Help us to not overlook those things, but be thankful every day for you're a good God and you treat us well. Thank you, God, for all the blessings in life, for family, for friends, for jobs, for 
ability to do the things that we want to do and need to do, our health we overlook so often. We want to pray for those that are struggling with health issues right now, God. Help them. Help them through um, difficult periods, whether it's treatment periods or rehab, therapy, whatever they're going through, God, help them. Help those uh, who are grieving the loss of loved ones, God. Please give them comfort. And uh, protect, as always, we pray for our men and women in the armed forces. You'd protect them, keep them from harm's way, comfort and guide their families. Thank you for all of our law enforcement officers, all of our firefighters, our EMT operators. Bless them with safety, particularly particularly our police, God. Bless them with safety and protection. And uh, we pray for understanding, God. We, we don't understand things. We're divided. We uh as as divided as we've ever been unfortunately we need understanding we need common sense we need to be able to employ critical thinking logic and um we need we need wisdom lord so we we ask you for wisdom thank you for being on the air today thanks for tic and uh we give you thanks and praise in jesus name amen can I get an amen out there? Amens. Uh, you may submit social media, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter. Also, you may email your your uh, amen to me at willmarati at yahoo.com. Um, so the, the good news about Bradley. All right. So that's, that's the first story. <clears throat> the next story, not so good. Uh, and I mean, avoidable, avoidable. But, you know, when we're just coming off the, just, and not out of it completely, certainly. Um, there's a paper shortage nationwide. How do we know that? We ordered paper. We use a lot of paper. We ordered paper. And what came? Not what we ordered, but recycled products. Now, I don't have a problem with recycled products, but quite frankly, the quality is not as good. This this is a, a, a dingy white. It's it's a, a more translucent, you know, you see through it kind of paper. So we called our our supplier and they said, yeah, sh nationwide shortage. We're gonna let you try this kind if you like it. You better order a few cases of it because we don't know what's gonna happen. So so we're already still we're still in the grips of a supply line shortage, mess up, confusion. Who to blame? I don't know. Now we're talking about a railroad strike. This will Gosh, this will be awful. They're talking, and already Amtrak is, is, is from Bloomberg uh, Business. Amtrak already canceling long-distance trains starting this Thursday. Um, negotiations in Washington, led by Labor Secretary Marty Walsh, continue through dinner last night. Um, I, I guess the... Um, it isn't really a money thing, I guess. It's a it's a benefit thing, and certainly, a lot of people and a lot of companies are re-examining their HR policies post COVID. And some are getting very creative. Some are just making sure that everything they they need to offer is in place, strengthening some of the things that they offer, particularly now as hard as it is to find good employees. Um, we, we notice it at our daycare and other things that we're trying to accomplish. Um, volunteers, if you work for a not-for-profit, you know how hard it is getting volunteers. Volunteers way down. 
in terms of numbers of folks that are willing to to uh, to serve. It's um, <clears throat> we had a, re- a blood drive at New Life Church recently. I, I think they had a bunch of of staff call in call out, and so uh, you know e- even something as as harmless as a blood drive, those things are having problems. So. Um, this is a this is we're still we're still not where we need to be as a nation. Forget about the fact that inflation's forty year high and eight point three percent year over year consumer price index increase, and then we do the the inflation party and and the stock market drops twelve hundred points. I mean that's just all it's just all part of the the incompetence and the poor timing and the tone deafness of the Biden administration. Um, don't you have anything good to say about the Biden administration, Will? Let me think. No. No, I don't. Honestly, I don't have anything. I have nothing that I could say that a boy, Joe. Um, I I think I thought higher of Bill Clinton than I do of Joe Biden, and I never thought I would say that of any of any other president. Uh, I, I think higher, uh, more highly of of Bill Clinton than than Joe Biden. And for me, that's uh, if, if you know how much I the the disdain that I that I carried for Bill Clinton all the years he was president. Um, I remember inauguration day when when Bill was inaugurated and Al Gore was inaugurated. I I remember sitting there and literally crying because I said to myself, I can't believe as a country we've sunk this low. That's how I felt then. And I, just, <laughs> I mean, come on. And I and I think more of Bill Clinton, not Hillary. I can't say I won't say Hillary. I think more of Bill Clinton than um, I think of Joe Biden. So no, I have I have nothing, uh, nothing but disdain and and disappointment for the president. And uh, and, I, and I feel bad to say that because you know I, I want the president. I would like to see the president succeed because if the president succeeds, then we succeed as a nation. But we're not succeeding as a nation. We're getting farther behind. More people are being hurt. More people are being left behind. And um, you know I pray for him. We pray for the president every single day. And uh, we pray that he'll have a Damascus Road like conversion experience and come out of this whatever he's in i don't know oh gosh so the railroad strike if this happens they're talking about there's no if and this is out of the article if all of the seven thousand long distance freight trains and you know what they carry most of by the way you know what the biggest worry is i, I i'm surprised just through grain the shipment of grain, the shipment of soybeans, these kinds of things, if they get halted, we are in a world of hurt, folks. Disastrous is how it's being described. A real strike would be disastrous. Dire consequences will cascade throughout the economy if a strike occurs. Business Roundtable Chief Executive Joshua Bolton told reporters. Supply chain issues would be geometrically magnified by the rail strike. That's not just an, an occasional Amazon box showing up two days later. There are critical materials 
such as chlorine to keep public water systems clean. Not to mention your pool. (laughs) If all 7,000 trains were not available, the country would need an extra, are you sitting down? Yes. The country would need an extra 460,000 long-haul trucks daily to make up the lost capacity, which is impossible because of equipment availability and driver shortages. Driver, Truck Driver Association's President Chris Spear said. This could be bad. All right, Joey's going to get your calls. I see him coming in, 860-522-9842. And um, why don't we take a quick break, Joey, a couple commercials. Let you get caught up on the calls, and then we'll be back, and uh, we'll take our first call of the day. Stay with us. All right, welcome back, 925. This, uh, from my crack researcher, LJ, railroads and labor unions have reached a tentative, tentative, mind you, agreement to avert a strike Early Thursday morning, last-minute deal avoids massive disruption to workflow. The deadline was Friday at midnight. The deal includes, I guess it was about money. I, I read earlier that it really wasn't. It was about benefits, but um, here, here's what they're saying. Um, the new contract provides, yikes, 24% pay increase over five years. Oh, my gosh. Includes immediate, immediate, now this goes back, it goes back retroactive 20 to 24, immediate payoffs averaging $11,000 upon ratification. This isn't a signed deal. This is not a done, this is a tentative agreement. Now, hopefully, hopefully it will be a, a permanent agreement, a regular agreement. Um, if, if this, if this is not agreed to, the strike goes into place, more than 7,000 trains would be idled and it would cost are you sitting down? It would cost an estimated $2 billion a day of lost income. <clears throat> $2 billion a day. Holy cow. LJ, on the case. Thank you. Um, thank you, LJ. This article from CNBC. So good. I mean, uh, gosh. that's the So that turned into the best news of the day right there. I don't think we can have a better news story as long as it gets ratified. Right now, it's in a tentative agreement. Things do uh, go sideways at times. Hopefully, it won't, but we'll see. All right, let's go. Uh, first call today brought to you by Eagle Rivet, the roofing partner you can trust. Let's go to the beautiful community of Harrington. And Gene, Gene, welcome to the show. Good morning, Pastor Will. How are you? Doing well, thank you. Well, I'd like to first offer my amen. Amen. Thank you, Gene. You know, thank you so much for what you do. And I've been following this railroad strike. And, you know, Ronald Reagan experienced <laughs> something very similar to this back in the 70s with yes. the air traffic controllers. Don't you love what he did? What did like, how did he handle what? that, Gene? How did he it, handle it's that? It's like Joe Biden and these clowns, if they had any brains, they wouldn't let the union bully us. You know, they would... Say, go on on strike. We'll bring in the National Guard and we'll run the railroads ourselves. Well, I honestly think that was on the table. That was one of the things they were talking about because Biden knows uh, he's, he's at least savvy enough to know 
a railroad strike would cripple the nation, and you don't want the nation crippled before the midterms. You so, know, I mean, them guys make pretty decent money. It's like, you know, how greedy do you have to be? Eh, I don't, you, you know, I don't honestly know anything about railroad people. I mean, I know, I know, you know, conductors, you know, and they don't even, conductors don't even check tickets anymore, right? I mean, I, I don't know. It's like, I don't know what, what they do, but anyway, remember when you used to have the paper ride, tickets and, they and, they'd, and they'd punch your, they'd punch your little ticket? That was fun. I, I always look forward to the conductor coming around to punch my ticket, you know? You don't even get that anymore. Um, but I mean, it's good news. It's good news, right? We don't we don't need more problems in the well, country. Hopefully, it gets ratified and yeah. taken care of, and we don't we're not upset with this, you know. Well, it's it's but tentative it's, now. Again, it's like don't don't let them bully us. You don't have an option. Well, Reagan. I mean, you gotta love Reagan, right? He says, come back to work or you're all fired. I mean, it, it was just clear cut. He didn't play you around with it. How fast they got it over with? Oh man, that was unbelievable. They should do the same thing with the next baseball strike. You're all fired. Come back or you're fired. That's Gene, right. thanks for you your call. I appreciate you it very much. Fire with fire. That's you know what? That's sometimes that's what you have to do. Thanks, Gene. Let's go to Enfield and Charlie. Charlie, welcome to the show. Thanks a lot. Uh, Pastor Will, just came over the news. I'm sitting here in my 18-wheeler, and just before you started talking about it, that they're, recomm- that they're commenting Biden about uh, it's dropped, it's over with, uh, yeah. the strike about the railroad. And well, it's a tentative agreement, so it's not finalized yet, but we'll see. I, I hope so, because yeah, they're it would be Biden devastating to the country to have the railroads go on strike. So I just wanted to let you know that, you know. I appreciate it. Where where are you, Charlie? Well, you're sitting where? I'm at Hallmark. I'm at Hallmark, sitting in an 18-wheeler, getting unloaded. <laughs> you're you're always on the job, aren't you, Charlie? Thank you so much. I appre- appreciate you. Thank you. Oh, man, I love him. Charlie's a good man. Still working, still driving those big rigs. Gosh. I'll tell you, I did. I, I have so much respect for for folks that drive trucks, trains, transport things. I mean, that's the that's the heart of what keeps America going, right? I mean, if it wasn't all right. Hey, gotta take the new news break. We'll be back with more calls. Hang in there. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. This worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela. 
is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. This is the Will Marathi Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. That's right, 938. Welcome back to your common sense evangelist, Will Marotti. You give first third of the amen list here. You guys are doing a great job today. Uh, uh, Lord, and this is not in order of how they came in. This is in order of how I saw them, and I'm, I'll make a distinction at the end of the list. Uh, Lori L., Peter Val, Alex D., J.W., uh, Mary from Middletown, M.W., Gene, Janet S., Shirley B., Tanya F., David C., Wendy A., Terrence B., Rob K., Linda from Florida, uh, Lisa T., Monica M., Sharik, Greg P. from Florida, Judy from Florida, Judith B., Phyllis L., and Christina I. Christina I. was actually the first one that came in this morning, so I just want to give, give a shout-out for that. I'll give the second, third of list in a while. All right, let's go to uh, St. Louis. Good morning, George. Hey, Pastor Will. Yeah, the, there's a sense of agreement for the railroad strike, and it comes at a time when um, uh, this is the harvest for corn, wheat, soybeans. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's the uh, the bulk of that is transported by rail. Uh, also, your uh, your Christmas, you know, yeah. the, the merchandise, sure, Christmas sure. merchandise, yeah. Christmas trees, shipped. Christmas lights, which we all love. Yeah, it's it's all shipped September and October and sold November and December. So you, you, the Grinch won't be stealing Christmas. The bottom line, that twenty four twenty four percent wage increase. Yeah, you're going to be seeing inflation go up the wazoo now because when they want when when the railroad workers get a twenty four percent, oh, they're going to pass it back to the customers. Of course, there you go. Of you know, course. So now, 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 now you're going to see wage inflation pick up, and the economy destroyed. Your uh, standard of living uh, will go down into the hole, all all because of Biden's uh, inflation. The 8.3 percent recently, and all the past previous inflation. Uh, so your your standard of, uh, the standard of living is going to be down for probably months. Um, I read I read an article yesterday from a financial paper. I don't recall which one. It might have been it might have been uh, um it might have been Bloomberg and it said um we will not get recovery for for from COVID. We will not fully recover till till the second or third quarter of 2023. And I think I, it could be longer than that. I, I I don't see how they can even talk about COVID now. I mean, we're, we're no. They're saying post COVID. They're saying post COVID. We, you know. I, you know, I looked up COVID in Connecticut. Just I was just curious, right? And uh, I looked up COVID in Connecticut, and I wanted to see what the infection rate was. This is off the CDC website. You know what the infection rate in Connecticut was? N A. Uh, <laughs> they were not even testing you know. it. I mean, well, you know, it's done. You know, the, the 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 problem is not the virus from COVID. Yeah. The problem is the virus from the communist Democrats infiltrating no. the country. I know. We're in the, trouble, the, what you have, What you have is the pestilence of the Democrat Party yeah. and, and all of their uh, ideas. 
When you see the violence increasing exponentially in major cities all run by Democrats, you're like, are you kidding me? This can't even be happening. And then you look at the border and you got Kamala Harris lying like a rug that the border's secure and everything's fine. It's not. It's not fine. Even even uh, Caven, what's his name? You know what's going to happen, Pastor Will? You're going to have all this damage from the Democrat Party, and the Republicans, are, when they finally do get in power, are going to have to clean it all up. It'll be that's, years to clean it up, George. Gonna, that's what you're going to see. You know, it's like a hurricane. A hurricane comes through and wipes everything out in a day. It takes it takes six months to clean it up. So, All right, George, thank you very much. Let's go to the beautiful community of Farmington. Tom, welcome to the show. Hi, Pastor. I hope you and your family are well and your congregation is doing well. Thank you. And you as well, sir. Um, I don't know if you heard this ad that um, was playing on the, uh, between your breaks regarding the governor taking credit for um, the um, surplus that we have in the state of Connecticut. <laughs> and you know what's really bad? And it just shows how bad a candidate we have in uh, running as the GOP. He has not responded once to this saying where this money came from was not through the governor's hard work, but through taxpayers of the United States government. And he has not responded, and it is an awful campaign. I don't know if you know the ghost. I don't know, but I'm saying when you say he's not responded, I mean, I I don't hear everything he says or I don't read everything he's put out. I've, I've not seen an ad that he has come out and said, no, this is what happened. No, he should. If he hasn't, he should, because this is this is this is the the benefit of having billions of dollars flowing in the state from COVID money. And he's been running this ad now for almost a month, and nothing back from him. We were at the Goshen Fair, and I happened to see um, his um, campaign tent, and I asked when he was coming, mm-hmm. and they said he wasn't coming to the Goshen Fair. I said, "Why not? Here's mm-hmm. retail politicking right here." Yeah, yeah. And um, we went over the stuff, which I was very disappointed with. And I left, and a gentleman happened to tap me on the um, back of my shoulder. And I may be talking out of school, and he was part of the discussion and working for them. And he said, look, you're right. It's very discouraging. We have a candidate who is not good at retail politics, will not do it. And Mm -hmm. it has been awful. He should be here today campaigning. And he actually came out and said, State of Connecticut GOP made a big mistake by not drafting and not working to get the mayor of New Britain because the mayor of New Britain is excellent at that. Oh man, nobody campaigns like like Mayor Stewart. Oh my gosh! And we're going to lose this seat because this gentleman here does not like being out with the average people. He does not connect with them. And this well, he, he may not he may not have that as as a skill set, but I would just say based on experience based on belief based on qualifications bob stefanowski would be a hundred percent improvement over nedlam but he's not out there telling people what he's going to do for people he can have all the qualifications in the world but he has not connected with people and even his campaign people are being discouraged now because of this well and, there's still know, time like and let's example. hope i mean i i think he's i think recently and i don't know if this is the change you know the campaign change that he made a few weeks ago um, but it seems like he's doing a better job recently oh, so. of defining himself. And Can I, and I give I hope... you one candidate that I think is doing doing what he has to do? Yeah. He's running for the 21st um, district. Yep. His name is Joseph Cap- 
Kepler de Ferro. Mm-hmm. He is out there knocking on everyone's door and saying, please, let me know what you think we need to do, and here's where I, how I can help you. Hmm. He's out there really working hard. And what, I wish who, who, I'm sorry, what's the name again, Tom? What's his name? Joseph, Joseph Kepler de Ferro. He's That's running a mouthful. Okay. District and Maybe we'll get him on. Maybe we'll get him on. Let him talk a little bit. Do you know, Are you familiar with his campaign? Anybody's campaign? Not really. He just okay. happened to knock on my door. All right. And, well, um, maybe maybe we'll get him on. Impressed. Well, All maybe right. maybe uh, the, the folks in in Bob's campaign are listening, and uh, and they'll continue to, to to try to do the best they can with the time it's left to define yeah. him as a candidate. But I'm going to tell you something. No comparison. I am telling you. Bob Stefanowski would be hands down a better government uh, governor than Ed Lamont, but and and, and has the ability to turn his state around. There's no question about it. He's got to. I agree with you, but he's got to get elected. He's got yeah. to go out there and work for now. You're right. Well, You're right. But you Thank you made you. a great point with Aaron Stewart. There's nobody in this state probably better at retail campaign <laughs> than Aaron Stewart. She is. Uh, She's something else and uh, could could do well with that. 860-522-9842. Let's go to um, East Hartford and Don. Don, welcome to the show. Good morning, Pastor. I was just listening to the caller before this one, um, criticizing um, what Biden um, did for, for, the, for the railway people by uh, giving them a 20, I think it's 24% increase. It's a big jump, don't you think? 24%? But but my argument is why why can't we be be be, be non political in this thing? If he if he had if he had left it and they, and and they, and they went on strike, he would get the blame. Oh gosh, it's been disastrous. Are you kidding me? A, a rail strike, right. sixty so days before an election? Oh my gosh! What yeah. is he supposed to do? They want no, no. I'm not arguing. Like You're right, Don. He had no choice. They had no choice. They had to settle this thing, or they would lose every seat in Congress and all seats in Senate. I mean, so, the, the, there's yeah. you could yeah. Agree, You're absolutely right. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're a fear person, Pastor. But the, the, the caller before this one was saying everything is going to go up now, and it's Biden's fault. Why won't Americans stop blaming? The, just one-sided because the, the Democrats blame the Republicans, the Republicans blame the Democrats, and we get nowhere. Yeah. No. I, well, I mean, that's that's the nature of politics, Don. Right? It, it's just it's always been that way. Un, unfortunately, because we're so divided right now, uh, it's probably as bad as it's ever been. At least as bad as it's been in our lifetime. When and, the Republican and, does something good, we should say yes, they did something good. And the same thing goes for the Democrat. When they do something good, we well, should you say know, yes. I, I agree, and you'll hear coming out of these lips from time to time to give credit where credit is due. When something good happens, and I and I don't care what side, if it's Republican or Democrat, something good happens. I want, I definitely want to applaud. As I said, I I would like Biden to be successful because the success of the president means the success of the nation. But so far, I don't think it's tracking that way. Don, thank you for your call. I'm gonna let you go. I've got some other calls. Actually, we're gonna take a quick break. Couple commercials. Uh, Jim, Rudy, hang in. You guys are up next. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. WTIC News Talk 1080. Wow. This happened so quickly. Hey, I, I'm just going to put a, a shout out. Um, we've got Jazz Shaw coming in at 1035. If anybody in New Britain is uh, is anywhere near Aaron Stewart, could you ask her to call in? I want to talk to her about campaigning. 
She is a great campaigner, and I, I want to get some tips on campaigning from, from Mayor Aaron Stewart. So if anybody if anybody's close by or you're listening in our office, ask her to give us a call because I just I would like to talk to her about campaigning. The guy brings raises a great point. I mean she's a she's an excellent campaigner. And um, she'll probably give like you know master classes. She could she could make money doing master classes on campaigning. She could do uh, you know on social media would be pretty good. All right, let's go to uh, our Florida update. Diddle, 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 Rudy. Hey, good morning, Pastor Will. Good morning. Hey, after Frank's call, I did a little research. Um, <laughs> I'm going to talk about Governor DeSantis in a second. I gotta, I'm laughing when I say you want to talk about DeSantis. Go ahead. Um, what's the percentage of population of blacks in America? 13%. Yeah, well, 31% of all Major League Baseball players identify as black. So I don't know what Frank's talking about. So... Oh, okay, yeah, I, yeah. He was saying, and and I, I didn't think that was true, but I mean, certainly more uh, Latin, Latino, Hispanic players. I mean, you, you look all from whether it's Central America or or Mexico or or Puerto Rico. I mean, we get our DR. We get a lot of people that play baseball that are that are. I mean, the if Latino. you Google MLB player demographics, I, I think it said fifty three or fifty seven percent is white. And then wow. for 31%, yeah. See, so, and that's, huh? that is shocking to me because I, I, that wouldn't be true in the Red Sox, I don't think. Um, so, um, did, did he really do – did DeSantis really fly people to Martha's Vineyard? According to his press secretary, Christina uh, Pouchon, <laughs> he did. And um, he's been busting them up to Delaware. They don't talk I about love that. San- I love him. It. And then Abbott said – Two busloads to uh, the vice president's house in D.C. <laughs> but here's the kicker, Will. Think about this. Who's on Martha's Vineyard? The man <laughs> the, that created this whole mess. The Brie and Chardonnay crowd of the Republican Party and Democrats. That's who's on Martha's No, Obama. No, yeah, of course. He bought a, what, a $2 million house up there? Yeah, so now I got my governor. Um shipping the illegals that they've captured here in Florida. They've actually, I read a report that uh, Biden um, you know, stopped sending them to Florida, but he rounded some up and he put them on two planes and sent them right to Obama's backyard. That's like spitting in Obama's face. I mean, it's it's he not funny in the sense that these these are still legal, illegal. They're still human beings and we're, and we're using them as, as, you know, as chess pieces. But Who's I mean... Using them? I, I, well, if you if they come in one place and we pack them on a plane and we send them here, we send them here. I mean, you know, I, I think they're kind of being used in that. I'm not I'm not criticizing it because I think it's the only way to get the Democrats' attention by sending a plane load of illegals to Martha's Vineyard. It's the most brilliant strategy I ever. I, I can I, I can't remember. Well, if you if you and I swim across Lake Ontario to Toronto, yeah, or paddle across, yeah. Not only are we going to get arrested, we're going to get sent back to our home country. Yeah, yeah, for sure, should, for sure. If, if Democrats believed in controlling their borders and not letting illegal people in and doing it right, like, you know, your ancestors and mine came from Italy. Sure, sure. My great-grandfather went to Ellis Island in, like, 19. That my, yeah, like that's exactly how my grandparents came through. Yep. So what happened to that America? Why it's are gone, we, Rudy, it's gone. It's gone because so, the Democrats are convinced in their minds, right, wrong, and different, they're convinced that all every illegal coming in will be an eventual Democrat vote. So if you can let in five, six, seven million illegals 
and 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 those are like banker banker laps. You know, you you run out a first good lap just to have something in the bank. You they're banker votes, and and in and in tight elections, state elections, and tight elections, five or six million can make a difference. And they need to keep sending these illegals to the progressive cities and states that believe in sanctuary cities. That's I agree. What they want. I would drop them off at Lori Lightfoot's house. I would I would send a bus, 50, 60 people, to Lori Lightfoot's house. We just captured three boatloads of Cubans in Miami last week. They drifted up onto the beach. It was you haven't, you haven't heard that in years, a, a, a boat from Cuba coming up? That hasn't been done a long a time. Nude, a nude beach in Miami. It's called All Over <laughs> Beach. It was on the news. Could you imagine coming from Cuba, which is communist, and all these Americans are running around naked? <laughs> You can't make it up. You can't, you can't make this stuff up, Rudy. Unbelievable. Well, we we love Governor DeSantis. That's all I can say. And America's governor. The list is narrowing. The list is narrowing. South Carolina's on the list, but Florida is definitely on the list for us. So, the list I is narrowing. It's gonna be a few years, but when we're ready to go, we're gonna we're gonna make you know, a choice. If you go South Carolina within five years, you'll be like, we're moving to Florida. You know, one of the, I, I looked up the most conservative cities in the country. You know what? Like, or conservative states in the country. One of the states that I think they're number three. Uh, no, no, no. The freest. The freest states in the country. And I think Indiana was like top five. So yeah. Indiana's on my list. South Carolina's on the list. Florida's definitely on the list. You got snow in Indiana. My I'm wife doesn't want to move to Indiana. There's no way I'm getting into Indiana. She will not do it. She's already vetoed it. I'm just, I'm just dreaming. But you know, we're not ready. We're when we're ready in a few years. You know, we'll 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 take a close look at it. But Florida is definitely on the list. Rudy, I'll let you go. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. All right, let me take. Can I take one more call, Matt, or no? Okay, Jim, if you can hang on, I promise I'll take you right after the news. So we'll take a break right now. A couple commercials, news. From our crack news team, um, I do. I think our newsroom is the best crew we've ever had right now. I absolutely believe that. I think it's we're at a high water mark with our news team, and I think it's the best crew we've ever had. 860-522-9842. Will Marotti, Thursday edition Will Marotti Show. We'll be right back. Stay with us. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 